Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Philly Fans Podcast. There's no music, there's no BS, there's nothing going into this. We are strict breaking down the Eagles' first-round pick uh, yesterday of Jalen Rager. Um, I probably pronounced the last name wrong there for a second, but who cares? Like I said, uh, we're just we're overwhelmed right now uh, based on how that first round went went down for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I was literally sweating, shaking, uh, deep breaths throughout the NFL draft, which was really weird for me. Uh, my wife actually looked over at me a few times, like, "What is wrong with you?" I go, "This is this is me being really nervous," and I was really nervous for for one reason and one reason only. C.D. Lamb was dropping, and he was. was dropping in a perfect position for the Eagles, um, and they never pulled the trigger. So let's let's break down the let's break down quickly, Eric. We're this is going to be a quick podcast going in because uh, we got the second and third round initial reactions more than likely tomorrow, uh, or we just finish up later on. Uh, so so let's go on, Eric. What do you think about the Eagles draft pick? Not the Eagles day. Just the pick. Just the pick. Um, so, uh, yeah, because – all right, so I'll take the day out of it because um, I have more to say on that. But the pick itself, I understand what they're doing. Um, I was arguing with a friend all last night about it. And <clears throat> I, I understand what they're doing. He's a little on the short side, but he does have that speed. And what they're calling his game speed is almost as fast as what Ruggs ran in the combine. So – they're trying to they're trying to ultimately get that that burner that open the field wide receiver like Deshaun because we also have Deshaun and I, so I slept on it and I was like you know what I get it um, staying at twenty one I still would have taken the defensive player but I understand why they took who they took over especially over Justin Jefferson who is more of that you know, yards after catch, but he's more like, I'm going to get the ball, but I'm not going to open up the field. So I understand it. Yeah, and really, in reality, when Chip Kelly came in and blew up this this football team and got rid of Deshaun Jackson, the Philadelphia Eagles have been looking to replace replace Deshaun Jackson for years. They, they tried with Torrey Smith. They tried with Mike Wallace. They even tried with Deshaun Jackson. So in this case, they draft a guy who's they want to open up the field, who's got a pretty nice vertical. The problem is he, he's short. We know that. He's about 5'11". Uh, but Eagles fans also complain about another wide receiver that was short uh, about 10 years or so back by the name of Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Jackson went into the draft at 5'10", 175. Reger was going in at 5'11", pretty close to it, at 206. Um, some comparisons between them. Uh, Reger actually kind of has more of that all-around game, though, in comparison to the burner of Deshaun Jackson. So it, it may be a better pick for them. Uh, but like we said, it, it just depends on how we feel on the day. For the pick, I don't mind it because I don't see them using Jefferson correctly. We said that a few weeks ago on the podcast. Uh, they, did, they didn't use uh, Golden Tate correctly. What makes us think they're going to use Jefferson correctly? So they decided to go with someone we consider a burner like Rager. And I, I could see why they did it. All right? Well, I, I'm going to go into draft day. Or, sorry, the, the defender that you were talking about was McKinney, who's now in the second round. Uh, and potentially we can look there in the future. 
maybe even today, but I think McKinney's going to go really early today. Um, Agreed. Also, uh, Queen went to the uh, Ravens, which is – I mean, that's a great landing spot for him being a linebacker. Um, they're going to train him up well. Um, it's a shame It's a shame the Eagles went with a wide receiver if they didn't go at their top three. But like I said, I understand the pick. So I'm not as angry as I was yesterday. So I put out a poll on our Twitter page, at the Philly fans. Um, and that poll stated today, what are you more disappointed about? Are you more disappointed that the Eagles drafted Reger over – Jefferson, or are you more disappointed that the Eagles did not trade up to number 16 for C.D. Lamb? Jump, if they, they didn't jump the Cowboys like they should have. It's five picks. The Falcons cornerback that they drafted would have been there at 21. They would have gotten value for that pick. So I'll be honest, I am more disappointed that the Philadelphia Eagles did not go after C.D. Lamb it doesn't even look like they put up a fight for CeeDee Lamb uh, at all to jump ahead of the Dallas Cowboys. That's what makes me more pissed off than anything. Right, I agree. And, you know, Dallas is, Dallas is smart. They're like, all right, he's there. We're going to take him. Their offense is, is kind of scary. Their defense isn't, but their offense, if they could get a good quarterback, would be a good offense. But also, if they can go in without the drama of that offense, I mean, we we know that you need to trust each other uh, as an offense. A quarterback and a wide receiver need to have that trusting relationship, as do the running backs, and uh, some of them are big-headed. But I felt this morning, even though we, I'm okay with Rager, and I tweeted all morning about Rager uh, and his comparisons to to Deshaun Jackson, and I've been retweeting different things. Uh, from different people like Brian Baldinger, uh, Ike Reese, uh, Jeff McClain. I, I'm see, I'm tweet, retweeting all these guys who are posting very positive things about Rager, and I can't make a decision on really my thoughts on the draft until he is on the football field in an Eagles uniform. Well, right? ultimately, ultimately, I'm not going to make a decision on this first year anyway because – you saw we drafted uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside last year, and, you know, he didn't have a great rookie year, but he had spots of brilliance where he could really step up this year and be that, you know, go-to receiver if they want to use him. He has hands. You saw, at Stanford, he was a great receiver. So I would, I would even give Rager a year or two maybe to come into his own because he's not that top three, like, going to go out there and, and run he could be but what i'm saying is I, I say you give him a year or two if he if he doesn't have a phenomenal first year i'm not going to write him off like just like i'm not writing jj off what, um, what would be interesting is if he comes in much like deshaun jackson did um game one uh early on in the game burns downfield for a touchdown yeah that that would be that would change everybody's thoughts about this draft pick no matter what. But like I said, we have to. De- it depends on what he does in the Eagles uniform. We can't judge the pick based off the statistics from TCU, uh, and especially this past season with a quarterback that really didn't didn't look to get him the ball, or every time he did, it was it wasn't a nicely thrown pass. Let's. So if you're going to judge him based off his quarterback. Um, and his dropped passes, and people are comparing him to Nelson Aguilar, 
for his dropped passes. Nelson Aguilar had Carson Wentz throwing to him. Aguilar also had a great college career as well. Yes, he did. But, I mean, if we're we're looking right now and you're trying to compare him to Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar had Carson Wentz throwing to him, and he was still dropping passes like crazy, Uh, especially ones that were right in his hands. They they have been – this is not Nelson Aguilar. This is more of a guy who's going to help you in special teams, help you in the wide receiver position, and help you open up the football field. And hopefully that's the way it goes. Uh, we, we can't look at him and judge based off uh, the quarterback throwing to him with an accurate pass 31% of the time. All right? right. This, this guy can bounce in, inside. He can bounce outside. He can return punts. Uh, and he's going to add that speed. But, like I said, I'm more mad that it feels like we just lost to the Dallas Cowboys on a Sunday night in overtime. That's what it feels like right now. To me. Right, and, and they had every right to call the Jets and be like, hey, you know, we're offering a, a, an offensive tackle who has NFL experience. And we could even, you know, you can have our first rounder. There were still plenty of tackles left or whatever they were. They still need a wide receiver too, so they could have went down and got a wide receiver. I don't know if Howie even made that call. I'm sure he did. But, yeah, but, but what is Howie offering right now? He's going to offer a Rasul Douglas uh, to some teams who was, what, a third-round pick? Right. So if, if you're going to try to trade Rasul Douglas and package him with a first-round pick, you're not moving up far. You could have packaged Sidney Jones, though. If you're going to package – it's a pack of Jones. You could, but in, even with Atlanta, all right, moving up to 16, you package your first-round pick and your second-round pick and maybe a pick next year, and you move up five spots. And when I say a pick next year, later on in the draft pick. Or yeah, maybe like six. Or maybe even package a second-round pick next year and a six-round pick this year. You have eight draft picks. Right now you have seven to work with. Um I, I still can't believe they wouldn't move up five spots for a guy like CeeDee Lamb. So that, that's, that to me is the, the most disappointing thing of all is not trading up. Not, who knows what Howie did if he even tried to trade up for CeeDee Lamb. Um, but it, it's just – it was disappointing and heartbreaking as soon as the Dallas Cowboys – as soon as you saw that smug smile on Jerry Jones's face – uh, because he know he knows he just took a playmaker from the Eagles. He um, knew, and I would have done the same thing. Like, he's not stupid. <laughs> no, and you knew he wasn't trading with the Philadelphia Eagles. No. It came because we are rivals, and and we are the division champions. So he definitely was not going to make a trade there. You had to do it with Atlanta at right ahead. You had to. Or with the Jets at eleven. Yeah, you could have made some move. Jets at 11, or even San Francisco, who traded down one yeah. spot, and it looked like they were just trying to trade later on as well. Looks They traded with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it looked like they tried to gain some time, and they didn't – nothing. Yeah. Hell, you could have traded with the Bucs, too. There's it, plenty of options. There were definitely plenty of options, but I think the Bucs were definitely looking offensive tackle to try to uh, protect Tom Brady. Uh, so, Eric, going into day two – uh, it is Friday right now. We are we're doing this about noon. This should be out later on this afternoon, right before the second and third round. What are you looking for out of the Philadelphia Eagles this afternoon? I mean, 
if I had my ultimate wish list, I would have them somehow trade up to that second pick in the second round and pick that safety up from Alabama. I, I, because Jalen Mills is not going to be your safety. I don't so, care what anyone says. So you're telling me you want Howie Roseman to grow some and trade up to, for the second pick? I do. I mean, if you're not going to do it in the first round, this guy should have went first round. I understand he's a safety and maybe they're looking elsewhere, like teams were looking elsewhere. There wasn't a, there wasn't a safety drafted in the first round. So he's going to be the first safety off the board. You lose Jenkins. This guy has the potential to grow into a Jenkins if you, if you coach him right. I think it's something that they, could, they should think about. They're not going to, I'm sure, but I would. Yeah, and I think Philadelphia Eagles fans at this point are just getting more and more disappointed in Howie Roseman. He made one great move and weaseled his way up to the second, second pick in the draft to pick Carson Wentz a few years back. And really, since then, has done nothing at the NFL draft. Nothing. And continues to disappoint Philadelphia Eagles fans. And I think Eagles fans are more angry that C.D. Lamb is a Dallas Cowboy and not a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, because Howie Roseman didn't have enough courage to step up and make a move. Yeah. Um, and but we, I mean, devil's advocate, we, he could have gotten nothing. He could have made, tried to make those moves and got nothing in turn. Well, and then we, we have to see what happens today. The Eagles have drastic needs at an edge rusher. They have drastic needs as a linebacker. They need a cornerback, and really they need a safety. Um, and from what you said, McKinney uh, apparently was the leader of that football team for years um, and can easily step in and take that position from Jalen Mills. That's a name in which we want to keep an eye on. However, the Eagles are going to have to trade up and do something. Um, right now, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't trade Alshon Jeffrey. Um, I, can't put him into the, I can't put him into the fold right now to trade because we're going to need that guy who can get up and grab the ball unless the Eagles are going to draft someone like a Denzel Mims um, right. and, and look at another wide receiver in the second round. But to me, there are bigger needs in the second round than another wide receiver. However, I would not be surprised if they go after someone like a Mims. I still think they missed out on not getting Patrick Queen um, and or – Murray from Oklahoma, the other linebacker, Ken Murray. Um, those are two good linebackers we could have – they were drafted after we picked. We could have picked them up, and that's why in our what, second podcast I said if we don't move up for a receiver, we should go defense. And yeah, I still think that. Saying that. Yes, we've, we've both been saying that. We both have stood by that uh, going after a defender. Uh, <laughs> at 21, uh, even though they decide to go regular, which, which makes sense for the situation and makes sense for the team. Uh, but they, they do have those drastic needs in defense. Uh, I still think that there is a chance they get Yannick. Uh, I, I think Yannick's trade value has gone down, which would answer for the edge rusher. Uh, I think his value is down now because of the Twitter feud between him and Tony Khan. Um, so there's potential the Eagles can go after that position and, and see what he does. That will definitely fill the need of an edge rusher. Um, yep. Then you look, then you look uh, linebackers, cornerback safety uh, with another wide receiver at one point in this draft. And if you look, the Jaguars did go defense, defense. They did get an edge rusher from LSU. And what, they get a cornerback, right? That's their other one. Like yeah, and, and it's funny. Corner, yeah. 
they mentioned that the edge rusher they got is probably going to replace Yannick. That right. is exactly what ESPN and NFL Network's coverage stating, that this is the guy who's going to replace Yannick when he's traded. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Eagles can land him. Uh, that would be cool. Probably for a probably for a player and a pick. Um, who knows when that pick's going to come? It might be even for next year's draft. Uh, but it would be exciting to have him on the team, and really would help answer questions the Eagles fans have for Howie Roseman. Right, um, and I think I think if they're going to go after Yannick, if they go and trade their second and third this year with let's say someone like Dillard to get him, I still don't think that's a high trade value. I still think that's fair. Maybe if it's not the second, maybe third, fourth. Yeah, um, Eagles have two picks in the fourth round. Right. Um, so there's potential they go and trade one of those four picks. They are back-to-back picks. Um, the mock draft from NBCSports.com has the Eagles drafting Terrell Lewis, defensive end from Alabama, in the second round of 53. Um, Which isn't a bad pick. And linebacker Jordan Brooks uh, from Texas Tech in the third round at 103 with, uh, with Kayvon Wallace, safety from Clemson, uh, at round four. And Gabrielle Davis, wide receiver from UCF, uh, in round four, 146. So it, it looks like every single mock draft sees exactly what the Eagles need. Uh, but But – Will Howie Roseman step up and do it? Will these guys be answers? Who knows? Yeah, you're just hoping for, you know, you get that late-round player like a Tom Brady or like Colston from the Saints, that wide receiver is drafted in the seventh round. Like, even Antonio Brown, like he was drafted later too. Like, you can find these players that you don't know. And that's why the draft's so interesting to me because – there's these players you don't know how they're going to blossom in the NFL. Like these three top receivers could be nothing. Like you look at, you look at first round, first pick quarterbacks who have done nothing. So like there's potential of everyone being a good player. And yeah, it's disappointing when you don't get the player you want, but at the same time, you don't know how these players are going to be in the NFL. So wait until they play to judge them. You can't judge them off their college career. Yeah, and especially with players around them that aren't elite in reality. The, so a lot of these college players will never touch the NFL. Um, so you can't judge them off their college career. Uh, you, can, you can judge a little bit by your eye test and see what they do, but you can't constantly judge what they're going to do uh, especially in the future. I mean, Mitch Trubisky was a second overall pick in the 2017 NFL draft. Yeah, uh, what he, about Baker? He didn't do too well. Uh, Baker, I, I think the, uh, I think the doors still open a little bit for him. Uh, they could see what he, what he does. Uh, but you're looking at wide receivers that dropped. They showed them again in the draft yesterday, those first round picks, Brady Quinn, dropping in the draft uh there there are many of these guys who continue johnny menzel is another example dropped in the draft and did absolutely nothing in their pro career and were out within the first couple of years the only person who really dropped as a quarterback was aaron Rodgers, um and he's he worked a couple years under brett Favre to perfect the game so yeah those, those picks don't work out all the time for for their teams 
and you'll you guys see what happens in their in the game in the NFL game. It's different than the college game. Yeah, and, and you look at a guy like Jefferson who had a Heisman quarterback throwing it to him. So compared to the pick the Eagles made, he did not he was not even close to touching the Heisman trophy. And Rager was still making plays. So it could he could come in the NFL, be like, holy crap, Carson Wentz is throwing to me, not this scrub at TCU, and come out and just perform. Where Jefferson could go to Kirk Cousins and be like, well, it's Kirk Cousins, I don't know how I'm going to do with him. And then just flat, like, just flop. You never know. That's what I love about it. I love rookies. I think, I think the, the, the bright spot in the NFL, to be honest with you, is you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see what the Philadelphia Eagles do today. Just wanted to hit a quick, uh, quick podcast uh, this afternoon prior to the second and third round. Quick reaction uh, real, uh, just to update the listeners. Uh, that we have. Hopefully the Eagles answer some questions. Eric, I know I'll be texting you later on tonight uh, throughout the entire second and third round. Uh, Make sure you're following at the Philly fans. Make sure you're following our Facebook page. Uh, We've actually been tweeting the picks prior to Roger Goodell announcing the picks. Uh, Yes, Kev's been spoiling it for me. Well, that's a lot of thanks to uh, Inquirer writer Jeff McLean. Um, and then another Twitter account I saw, I think it was like NFL updates that I started to follow um, last night. They were pretty solid uh, posting everything as well. So there were a few, sorry, it's at my sports update. Uh, it, their name is NFL update. They did a great job covering everything as well. So you could thank them for spoiling the draft for you last night, Eric, <laughs> uh, because I just followed at their lead. Um, and that's how I knew the Eagles traded. They, drafted Rager over Jefferson at the time, um, which was interesting. So yeah, not only not only was it Twitter, but I also had my fire stick, which had a delay from regular TV. So I was behind. Yeah, and, and I was I was on Fios cable, so I, I was watching, um, but it was amazing to see these guys. I how they got the pick before everybody else was uh was crazy, but it'll be an interesting evening and it'll be an interesting day tomorrow. Uh, Ike Reese actually tweeted 13 minutes ago. Uh, he's happy about the explosive player added to the offense. He said the draft is far from being over. Plenty of good players left at needed positions for the Eagles. And he is thinking another wide receiver, safety, or cornerback today. Ike Reese is the one who posted yesterday prior to the draft, don't be surprised if the Eagles stay at number 21 and draft someone like a Jalen Rager. So I really like the follow of Ike Reese. Shout out to Ike uh, on 94.1 WIP. Uh, Eric, pleasure to talk to you. I'll talk to you Always. again. Yep.